Welcome to another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Great question. 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at midamericarv.com. Um, big country? Yes, sir. One hell of a day yesterday. <laughs> the The sports world was on fire. Um, and I tweeted this, so let me read my tweet. It feels like the Calvin Ridley news was six weeks ago. Yeah. It was Monday morning, and we talked about it. And then we had the Aaron Rodgers thing happen yesterday. We had the Russell Wilson thing happen. And a lot of other news that honestly just got buried in the day. <clears throat> so we'll talk a lot about that. We're also going to mock some mock drafts, and then we'll end it with a couple questions of would you rather. But a lot of just news to talk about today. The biggest news is the Russell Wilson trade. The Denver Broncos send two first-round picks, one of them number nine overall this year, one a 2023 first-round pick, two second-round picks, one this year, one next year, a fifth-round pick, and also Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and Shelby Harris. It, it's a lot. Yeah. I also still kind of feel like it's not that much. I completely agree. I think the Broncos absolutely won this trade. You keep both of your stud receivers. Like, no matter what your opinion is on Corlin Sutton and Jerry Judy, they're stud receivers for the Broncos right now. Corlin Sutton has got the size. I mean, every receiver the Broncos have is a stud. Like we talked about before, you know, you want to build a basketball team with your receiver room. The Broncos probably have the best basketball team of receivers in the league. I mean, that Tim Patrick is still dramatic, very good. But, I mean, you have the size and the speed, the reliability at every position. And the one guy you lost is Noah Fant, who has been battling injuries. And honestly, when Albert O played, dude was kind of more reliable in big moments than Noah Fant was. I know Noah Fant was a huge part of the offense at one point, but I think that was just due to the quarterback play. You throw Russell Wilson in this mix now, these receivers are going to be studs. Yeah, they definitely could be. And I like Albert O a lot, too. Maybe it's the Missouri thing that I, I like about him. But even with Noah Fant, he's been good, but he hasn't been spectacular. Yeah. And maybe, like you said, maybe it was the whole quarterback thing. And I feel like uh, he, I know that well because I expected him to be a top 10 tight end this year in terms of fantasy. That's right. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> that's your guy. And um, I think it was even our guy Brooks yesterday that was like, it's smart to get rid of Fant because Russell Wilson doesn't use tight end. Yeah. So keep that core of receivers together. I really didn't think that a trade with the Broncos involving a quarterback could happen without Jerry Judy yeah. being moved. And, I mean, he was tweeting through it yesterday, too. The Aaron Rodgers news comes out, and he's like, oh, sad face. A couple hours later, Russell Wilson gets traded, and he's like, oh, we lit. And what a Good. way to be like, oh. I, at one point, he's like, man, Aaron Rodgers has been awesome. It's that like, was all Broncos people yesterday, though. Yeah. Like, the Rodgers news comes down like, ah, we suck again. And then even you and I were, I don't know what we were doing yesterday, and Colin Cowherd was on. That's how we heard the news. I said, did he just say Russell Wilson was traded? And I can feel my phone in my pocket blowing up. Yep. And you're like, holy shit, it actually did happen. Be careful saying holy shit, by the way. Yeah, not to Schefter. You'll catch a block. 
I mean, I don't know what he's tweeted today. You know, there's a possibility he's tweeted some big dropping Do news. You, we don't know. We have literally zero idea if he has. We yesterday, are locked. again, in the office, I said, oh, it looks like Schefter deleted that tweet. I don't know what it was. He didn't delete a tweet. I got blocked for saying, holy shit. I quote tweeted his tweet and said, holy shit. And I caught an auto block. <laughs> Soft. Remember the Soft. Tweet. I think it's a Twitter thing, too. Yeah. Which... Props respect it, but at the same time, there's a good way. There's shit has multiple meanings. Shit can be good. Shit can be bad. Yeah, I didn't say sometimes maybe good. Sometimes maybe shit. I'm, I'm a fan of his. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Love Adam Schefter. Now, but here's the thing though. I haven't met Adam Schefter. I've met Ian Rapport and Tom Pelissaro. Them my bros. They have my notifications on again. Schefter's gone. You mean you have their notifications? That's what I said. That's I, what I meant to say. Yeah. I'm not going to play the whole that's what I said. They I do not have your said. notifications on. I have their notifications. <laughs> they have my a, notifications on. That would be a big surprise. That would be very surprising. I like this Russell Wilson trade, though. I Even as a Chiefs fan, I know a lot of other like AFC West guys are like, oh, shit. Like, it is going to be more competitive. The Broncos are going to be very good. But I'm all about player movement. I've been calling for it for mm-hmm. a long time. I wish Aaron Rodgers would have got traded, too. But having Russell Wilson be traded to the AFC West, I do think this makes the Broncos a serious contender, a Super Bowl contender, even a obviously AFC West contender. That's a very good roster. And now you got guys like Von Miller who are potentially going to come back. We were talking about that a little bit yesterday. I think there's a reason why. I think they knew something <laughs> yeah. was up. Uh, somebody got in Von's ear and was like, hey, by the way, we're still in on Aaron Rodgers. And if that doesn't work out, Got a pretty solid plan for Russell Wilson, too. Yeah. I just love how a insider for the team is, was just surprised as the rest of us about Russell Wilson. Right. It was all Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers or nothing. Mm-hmm. It was Aaron Rodgers or Drew Locke. Yep. Wrong, wrong. Wrong again. Um, and then Drew Locke going to Seattle. I do wonder with him if he is the guy, if he's going to start there. Or not, or if this is a, yeah, we needed a quarterback. If we have to, we can play him. But they could still go, they could draft a quarterback. I was say, they have so many flipping picks right now. And I, this is something I think they're probably new to. It's like, oh, man, we don't know what to do with all these picks. Well, usually in the like, first yeah, round. More picks than you've had since I've probably been here. Usually in the first round, you know, they don't. They're not they don't very draft good. well. <laughs> yeah. So we LJ will. LJ Collier, see. Rashad Penny, yeah. Uh-huh. And they, they still only have one first-round pick this year? Yes. <laughs> because here's the great part. Their first-round pick was supposed to be number 10 overall this year. They sent that first-round pick to the Jets for Jamal Adams. For a safety who can rush the quarterback. For a blitzing safety. Who had like eight and a half sacks last year. Respect it. But it, I think we can all look back at that trade and be like, yeah, you fucked up. It definitely was not worth it. Even just trading him, if it were straight across for just that number 10 overall pick, ain't worth it, pal. Still feels like a reach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A big one. It's crazy how some players just, I don't know, get that, I don't know, that stock is just so huge for them. Like, I get it in a sense, but at the same time, like, I never really got it with Jamal Adams on the, him getting that much of a return for the Jets. Like, I thought it was crazy when it happened. Like, I can't believe you gave up that much for him. Especially no, when I he's know. not. When you go from, like, a Cam Chancellor and Earl Thomas, the only thing you got was, like, a great value Cam Chancellor in terms of a hard hitter. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, which is cool to have. Yeah. You probably don't want to give up two first-round picks. It's a good it. addition to have to your defense and a hard-hitting safety. I am, uh, I'm going to watch the Jamal Adams thing closely. I want to see what happens with him. Because going back to when he was traded, one of the reasons why he wanted out of New York is he wanted to play for a winner. <laughs> now the Seattle Seahawks, they are rebuilding. Mm-hmm. This is not a retool when you get rid of your Hall of Fame quarterback. And middle linebacker on defense. And you've cut your middle linebacker. I assume they're also going to cut Dwayne Brown, the left tackle, or they're going to get rid of him. Yikes. What's crazy is, yeah, I, th- I believe it was you that was calling for like a rebuild, like get rid of everyone. They kept Pete Carroll is kind of the surprising thing to me. Well, for now, I bet Pete Carroll's like, man, I'm not ready for this shit. Like, <laughs> I missed out. USC called and I said, no, we're good here. Me and Russ are going to give it one more go. And it's well, like, you did we're gonna, what? We're going to let him cook. And by letting him cook, I mean returning to running the fucking football. <laughs> I forgot to set my alarm. He has burnt in the oven. And yeah. He's gone. Um, uh, it is going to be interesting, though. I, I do like the fact that you know I was dead set on them trading Russell Wilson and him getting a fresh start somewhere. Definitely thought it would be a bigger market. Denver's still a good spot to be, though. I think that might have been the one team that I did not put him going to when I discussed <laughs> everybody else in terms of the Steelers, the Saints, the Giants, the Carolina Panthers. Everybody else, I think, but the Broncos was a team that I tied Russell Wilson to. And I thought, ah, that could make sense. That actually, the Denver Broncos is a great spot for him. And they have a good running back, a decently rebuilt offensive line. The defense is better than people realize. They've just been missing a quarterback on offense. And so the defense gets tired throughout the year, throughout games. That's a team to look out for in the AFC. And I do have a question because it sparked up at the bar last night, Mel, and I want to know what your answer is. Are the Broncos better than the Cincinnati Bengals with Russell Wilson at quarterback? I think so. I thought so, too. And I think the, it's weird with the Bengals. I think they're getting overhyped. There are sometimes when a team gets to the Super Bowl and they lose and it almost feels like, okay, this isn't their last opportunity. They are going to be back soon. This is going to be a really good team. But I question the Bengals. I don't think they're that good of a team. I thought they caught lightning in a bottle. Mm-hmm. And it, credit to them, they won a bunch of games in the playoffs. I don't think they're going to be able to do that again next year. Yeah, and I I'm know still... we did the whole Super Bowl contender segment thing, and I said yes, but I meant like in terms of winning, like oh, a playoff game. <laughs> I felt like you kind of trapped me into saying they are or they're not, and I was like, yes, they are. I didn't necessarily think all the way to the freaking Super Bowl. Yeah, and I going into next year, that is still a very tough division. Mm-hmm. You can laugh at the Browns; they're probably not going to contend, but the Steelers, they're still very good, and they find ways to win games. I know they're resetting at quarterback. And the Ravens, if they can get healthy, are still very good. So I don't think it's just like a, you know, oh, obviously the Bengals will win the AFC North. They could very easily be third place in the AFC North. Very much so. I mean, even realistically, maybe fourth even. You know, injuries happen. There is the whole Super Bowl hangover. The team that loses the Super Bowl usually struggles the next season. I mean, getting complacent is very is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot, you know, a lot of teams, even the the Chiefs, they kind of yeah. just assume that they'll be back next year. That's not always the case. It's actually yeah. pretty hard to do. It's hard to turn that motivation back on once you're already there because it's like shit. We're just doing the same thing we did last year. Like we're fine. And it's like, ah, hey, you might not be as intense as you were last year. You just don't realize it. You realize about five years down the road, and you look back, and I was like, man, that, that actually these were the differences. And a big part of it, too, is that target on your back now. Last year, yep. you were still the Bengals. Like, oh, ha-ha, we're playing the Bengals. You lost to the Jets. Now you're playing the team that was in the Super Bowl Bengals. So we'll see what happens. 
I, I would predict a struggle for the Bengals. I think the Broncos are better. I would put them right up there with the Chiefs, the Bills. Then it might be the Broncos. Yeah. Um, In the AFC. Yeah. I feel like there's a team where, like, the Titans, I think they're immediately right there with the Titans. So I even think of, they're probably better than the Titans. Or right there. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, they're, like, even with the Titans. Very much could be a lot better. Exactly. Broncos. I mean, I still really believe in the Ravens. <laughs> I do, too. I think they're probably going to do something defensively. I have a feeling they probably go after Tyron Matthew or Bobby Wagner. I mean, that's what they do in free agency. They always get that one guy who's been cut or released, and it's like, well, actually, <laughs> yeah, he's still decent. Unless it's Earl Thomas and that spurt, and he has yeah. gets caught having some, I don't know, love time with his brother and another female. <laughs> Two other females. Whoa. There was four of them? Yeah. All right, that's even weirder. <laughs> Right, it was a tag match. Tag team. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, I'm a, I'm a big. I feel believer. like I explained that very awkwardly, so I apologize. I, I know you said him and his brother, but there were in fact two other ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Involved, but anywho, the Ravens probably landing one of those free agent defensive players. Tyron Matthew seems like a guy that should be a Raven at some point in his career. It almost, it's kind of surprising that he hasn't been. Like I don't know why I, I look at him and the Ravens, and I just for some reason think that he already has been. <laughs> right, it's like, like the LSU yeah, thing. Like I just. He's a fit there. I kind of hope he goes there. Yeah. Well, isn't it? Hold on. Sorry. Do they not? The general manager for the Ravens does want LSU players or does not? I forget which. He's gone now. It used to be they would not draft LSU players because he was an Alabama guy. Yep. Now he has since retired. And like uh, Patrick Queen, their linebacker. It's like if that would have been the year prior, there's no chance he's a Raven because he went to LSU. Now... They've opened up that door, so it's okay. They're cool now. Yeah. It would be like if I ever got a GM job, it's like, no, I'm not drafting a fucking Oklahoma player. <laughs> I don't care how good they are. That's just not going to happen. Not going to do it. You really wouldn't? I would. I really liked – there are a couple Oklahoma players that I've really liked and got actually excited about them when they declared. One of them was C.D. Lamb. I thought he was a very good receiver. I still like – I'll put him on my fantasy teams – Mm-hmm. I loved C.D. Lamb. That, but there are some other players where it's like, I would not ever draft. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Never Kyler would put Murray. him on my team. Yeah, Kyler Murray. Didn't like him either. Like, I recognize that they're good. They probably should have been drafted first overall, but I would not have put them on my team. Eh, I'm not going to go with that. I'd say they're a good college quarterback. Yeah, they won Heisman trophies. <laughs> yeah, that's where I leave it at. <laughs> yeah. Number one pick, not in my mind. Uh, Kyler probably would have been number one pick. I honestly, I would not have had the balls to get rid of Josh Rosen after one season. That's very true. That was a risky move, but I, you fired the coat. I mean, just every, you just cleaned house after one season. That was super awkward Mm -hmm. or weird, I guess. And I, I didn't even really like Josh Rosen coming out, but I still wouldn't have had the balls to make that move. That was, that was risky, but they were, they were right. On that one. Adrian Peterson is another dude that I feared coming out of Oklahoma. I mean, I think I probably danced the day he declared for the draft. Even though he only beat Texas once, just watching him get the ball when he was at Oklahoma or even early in his NFL career was terrifying. Because he he might run over two people and hurt them, 
and then uh, you know just outrun everybody for a touchdown. He was he was scary. Um, some other news that happened in the NFL though, after we ended our show yesterday, is the Aaron Rodgers thing, which is interesting. He did tweet out, and we kind of reacted to this live, but now getting more of the details. Uh, he said that he would be back in Green Bay. However, there is no contract in place. I know we were giving him a lot of shit yesterday. I apologize for nothing. I meant every word that I said. Um, Ian Rappaport maybe needs to apologize for releasing the details. But it sounds like he's going to be back. There is no contract in place yet. They did franchise tag Devontae Adams. He's going to be getting paid about $21 million. And I think with Rodgers not having a contract in place yet, I think a little bit of it might actually be like, hey, make sure you can get my guy back, then let's let's talk my contract. But yeah. I want to make sure Devontae can come and be a Packer again, yep. which I, is a good move, and I respect it if that is the case. I think that's probably what happened. I think we're seeing a side of Aaron Rodgers that we're probably not used to seeing in terms of him on the friendly side of like, hey, let's make sure we keep this together. Because I feel like we've all looked at Aaron Rodgers as like a me, me, me type of guy. Like, I want taken care of. You know, it's me or nobody, yada, yada, yada. But if that is the case where he's like, actually, make sure Adams is taken care of. He's here for the long term. You know, then we can focus on me. Probably wants Randall Cobb back. I don't know what his contract situation is like. Probably Rodgers looks at that and is like, yeah, actually, you know, we probably could have done with that one this year. But (laughs) it's it's another one of these things, too, where we look at Rodgers and, you know, Maybe he is trying to get underneath fifty million. And the Packers are like, no, we want to give you fifty one. He's like, actually, forty nine point nine is works. I already said no to fifty million. I like I already put that out there. I still think that it will come in very close to fifty mil <laughs> for sure. Like forty eight will be my prediction. He'll be like, I didn't get fifty. I really <laughs> hope it's forty nine and a half. <laughs> like I, I really want it to just be right there, so you can go and go. Told you it wasn't fifty. Mm-hmm. And he can just sip his little whiskey glass and then be like, this is the next And I, I did. I felt like the four years that was reported by Ian Rappaport, four years, $200 million, I was surprised to see that length of a contract. And again, going back to yesterday's yeah. show, I thought it was a little bit fishy that he was like, oh, I might retire. Psych, I'm signing a four-year deal. <laughs> so I, I wonder if, it is, if it's going to be more of like a, oh, I'll sign a two-year deal. That sounds more realistic to me. Of like, okay, I am ready to go. Sign a new contract, two-year deal, or one-year extension. I don't even know what his contract is. I think he's actually under contract. Uh, yeah, because this was the year they had the out, at least. Yeah. So if you sign a four-year extension, that's pretty much a five-year deal for him, right? So maybe, I mean, maybe he just signs a little extension that would put him at fifty. Million. I wish I understood the cap better because it would just – be like, a, hey, actually, I'm going to sign a four-year deal, but 150 of it's guaranteed. Like kind of what we just said yesterday, like 153 of it's guaranteed. But at like what point is it guaranteed? Because I don't understand how the cap works in terms of when it applies to the cap and when it doesn't. Right. Like, I still don't understand Patrick Mahomes' deal. Where it's like, yeah, your 10 mil, $450 million deal, but we're going to convert all of it to like a roster salary bonus, and it doesn't affect us. It actually just clears more room to pay other guys. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how Brant Tillis did that. Oh, also, I mean, it's not Brent even Tillis? just him, though, because I mean, the Cowboys even yesterday or the day before, it feels like this week's been forever, yeah. restructured some of Dak's money and freed up like $20 million. Yeah, that's insane. I feel like you look at these salary cap guys, and one thing I've noticed in their staff pictures, huge craniums. Yeah, I mean, they're, I mean, that is a massive knock. Don't play Monopoly with those guys because you're not going to win. Well, he's 20 moves ahead. 
<laughs> right? You're talking about playing chess, you're, you're over when it starts. Uh-huh. You're trying to play a game. You don't even know the rules. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wait a second. Wait, you, is do this one, does this one go diagonal or is this one side to side? It's like Actually, on that, that movie. that one only moves forward. On, uh, what is it, Big Daddy? He's like, what game are you playing? Like, I win. That's, that's the game. <laughs> doesn't matter what the rules are. I'm going to change them until it works out that I freed up some money. Players aren't taking a pay cut. Yeah. I don't – I really I don't understand it. I mean, how cool would that be, though, too, to be an NFL player? It's like, hey, you know, usually you only get paid during the 17 weeks or in our 18 weeks of the season, but now teams are going like, actually, we're going to convert this to a roster bonus. You get it in, like, May. So yeah, instead of you, you getting $40 million over the season, you get it right there before the season even starts as a roster bonus, and it's like, awesome, that hit the account. <laughs> right, just in time I would for love vacation. to just meet Patrick Mahomes and be like, hey, like, I just want to see your bank account. Like, I just want to see. Just let me look at that one transaction where it's like, hey, $17 million hit your account yeah. today. Like, Deshaun Watson is the one story I know where he, like, he stayed up till 3 a.m. until that money hit his account, and it's $3 million. And he just kept refreshing it. And he, I think he said he had like 100 some dollars in there. And he refreshed it, refreshed it, and all of a sudden it's like. From boom, when he was drafted? Like, $3 million. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. And it's like, I could not. I mean, I would have done the same thing. Oh, no way I'm sleeping if I know couple mills about to hit the bank account yeah just like that though mm-hmm. and you got one person on the computer who's just over there clicking in or like approved transaction approved transaction i mean i can remember the excitement as a teacher we got paid at the 20th of every month uh-huh. but sometimes the 20th fell on like a saturday or a sunday so i can remember the excitement throughout the school when it was like it was the 18th and we got paid two days early <laughs> like oh my god this is so exciting yeah no it's actually it's the exact same amount you just got a little bit earlier so now you actually have to make that money stretch two more days <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> that was my thought process on it again i'm a very negative person <laughs> but people would get super excited and be like, oh we got paid today and i'm sitting there like fuck I got to make that last two more days now. Do I want to eat ramen this weekend or the week that the next check comes in? Yeah. Am I eating it for the next two days or the last two days of the month? <laughs> uh, that was the dilemma there. It, uh, with the Aaron Rodgers stuff, I, I'm also curious to see what happens with Jordan Love. That was a little bit of what we talked about yesterday. Uh, I do think that his trade market is it's peaked. It's never going to be better than what it is right now. Saving him for another year, that's another year that it does, another team can't have him. So I, I do wonder what they do with him and if they do try to trade him or even if you know other teams start to look at it and say, okay, we had a first-round grade on him too. Let's try to you know, take a shot at him. Well, especially with this year's draft class and quarterbacks. You know what the question is, can we really, do we really trust these guys? Do we really want to deal with old two gloves, can you pick it? I don't know. Right. Do we want to deal with Desmond Ritter? We don't know how ready he is to just slide into the NFL. Has he already peaked in college? Like, is this – just who he is. Will he continue to improve, or will he just kind of stay stagnant the rest of his career? Uh, career excuse me. And Malik Willis, the other one, is just—I shouldn't say the other one. Like I feel like his stock is starting to rise, especially after the combine. We talked about that earlier in the week. But when you got a guy like Jordan Love, it's like, hey, he's been just sitting in the wings, learning, sitting behind Aaron Rodgers. We saw the one game where he played Kansas City. Let's not forget, he almost beat them. The Green Bay Packers right. almost beat the Kansas City Chiefs. And I had somebody home. ask me yesterday, maybe, I don't know, um, about him and how he played. It's like he didn't play that bad. He had a lot of interceptions. I like think it was three interceptions. That's not good. And we also have to remember, like, the game plan didn't change for Jordan Love. Jordan Love had to go in that game and try to be Aaron Rodgers. And it was his first career start. Exactly. And he was making that first career start against a good – like, the Chiefs' defense was playing well. 
Very and much it was so. At Arrowhead. That's and not his mom an easy and girlfriend were sitting at the highest part of the stadium possible. You can't even I'm look sure. over and be like, Mom, give me some confidence. You're uh, at yeah. the fifty yard line. Nope. It's like she's way up there and she's at the team. Lights in my line. eye. Can't even see her. That's my <laughs> I hope she showed up. Maybe that was the stress. He's like, I hope my mom's here. Yeah, did she I don't know. get in? Can't There's see a possibility. Her. You walk in that stadium, you immediately lose signal, so you probably weren't able to talk right. to her. Yeah. But, I mean, there are a lot of other teams. And a thing about the NFL draft is that even if you don't need a quarterback, you're still scouting these guys for this reason. For sure. Like the Pittsburgh Steelers had Ben Roethlisberger. There was no chance they were taking Jordan Love. Yeah. But they might have had you know a top 10 grade on him. And they're like, oh, my God, we love him. But we have Ben Roethlisberger, who's still playing fairly well. We don't need to draft a quarterback. Yeah. And remember, there's a lot of teams in the NFL that have an NFL scouting team. Like, yeah, they're going to have their mm-hmm. college scouts who are, you know, looking at everyone incoming or coming into the NFL. But they also have a scout team that's looking at everyone that's already in the NFL and what their current situation may be. And if they become available, hey, boom, here he is. They also rank those guys. I think some people mm-hmm. may not realize that because I know I didn't until like a couple years ago when we met one who was like, actually, I'm an NFL scout in the NFL. And I was like, that makes no fucking sense. What? And <laughs> you he, didn't know he that? explained it. And I was like, oh, shit, that's cool. I thought you just oh, I just thought you knew. Like, oh, this guy in the NFL is free. Cool. Yeah, I guess. Maybe we'll go get him. I didn't realize you had a whole team paying attention to the rest of the league and moves and transactions and stuff yep. like that. I mean, even some of the other teams, like the Saints, they could use a quarterback. I'm sure that at the end of Drew Brees' career, they were doing a lot of heavy scouting on the quarterback position. Yeah. But maybe just decided to not pull the trigger on a guy like Jordan Love. Yeah, so sure I, I do Payton's think there are a lot there. of opportunities. <laughs> If Sean Payton's there, I'm sure that's probably a huge like pairing that I think we would be doing right now. Probably. But and Sean Payton was just so good with quarterbacks. I you assume. know that look that uh, Mike Tomlin and Aaron Rodgers shared or Aaron Rodgers shared in the middle of the season? Uh-huh. And we all thought that might tie together. Maybe that was Aaron Rodgers being like, Hey, you're not gonna get me. But you got J Lo right here. And Mike Tomlin was like, Oh, J Lo? I was gonna say, I think maybe it was Mike Tomlin being like, You wanna come here. We don't want you. Ooh. And Aaron Rodgers is like, don't lie. Don't tease me. Don't tease me playing <laughs> you those got games, no boy. chance, A-Rod. <laughs> You're too soft to play in Pittsburgh. I won't put up with your bullshit, so you can go elsewhere. That's probably the way it went down, at least in my head. That's the story I'm going to tell in regards to Mike Tomlin and Aaron Rodgers, who I cannot stand. <laughs> I like it, though. It makes sense. And it's not even his play on Mike the Tomlin field. Mike Tomlin don't chase. Mm-mm. No. no. That dog you slide into Mike Tomlin's DMs. He doesn't yeah. slide into yours. Yeah. That's... He's that guy that goes to the bar and stands in the corner all night. And when you first walk in, you're like, man, that guy's just kind of standing there by himself. And at the end of the night, he's got so many girls, you don't even know he's in the corner anymore. <laughs> exactly. I've seen dudes do that before, and I was like, that is the ultimate play. There ain't no way I'm doing hey, that. Hey, stop revealing my secrets. Hey. We've talked about this. <laughs> Sorry, dog. I think another um, – I thought this was huge news yesterday, and it didn't get reported at all. But I, I think it's huge, and on any other regular day, we'd be talking about it for three days. And that's the fact that yesterday the Jaguars franchise-tagged left tackle Cam Robinson. Mm-hmm. To me, that signaled they're not taking a tackle in the draft. That's kind of what I thought, too. Or if they do, it's like, well, now what do you do with Walker Little? Exactly. Who, you know, uh, my buddy Justin Trees, who's a huge Jaguars fan, he's who I go to for any information with them, was like, actually, like, Walker Little played well, you know, to end the season. Uh-huh. He didn't do that bad. And it was like. Even took some reps reps at left tackle and filled yeah. in a little bit. And Cam Robinson, this is the second year they franchise tagged him. Mm-hmm. 
And so, so now you look yeah, at this he's getting team. paid a lot. Yeah, and you it's look at this team change. here in the draft. It's like if you take Aiden Hutchinson, you pair that up with Josh Allen, the other edge rusher who beat mm-hmm. Josh Allen, the quarterback, this whole season pretty much by himself. Right. That's a hell of a duo. It definitely could be. Getting another pass rusher, I mean, they've they've got a lot. They have Josh Allen. They have uh, Chase on even. I like both those guys. And then adding Aiden Hutchinson, which is what I think will happen. But it is, I mean, they have Jawan Taylor at right tackle. They have Walker Little and Cam Robinson at tackle. So yesterday that did signal to me, all right, time to change up the mock drafts. And no one was talking about it. Let's say they do still draft a tackle like Evan Neal. Could you move like a Cam Robinson and walk a little inside or Jawan Taylor inside and you just have this massive offensive line with these long arms? Yeah, I think so. Especially with... Because, I mean, that um, would be a heck of a unit, wouldn't it? Like with Evan Neal, you could draft him and say, like, okay, come in and compete for the left tackle job, but if not, here you go. You can play right tackle. Or, I mean, you could play him at guard. I don't think you want to take a guard first overall. Is it easier to transition from tackle to guard? I mean, I think so. Like, in my mind, I think it I think it be, is but... with some guys. Because, like, Evan Neal started at Alabama as a freshman playing guard. Yeah. Because he was blocked by other great tackles. And then they eventually got him moved to the outside. I think it could be maybe even a uh, – like, he could do that in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Ideally, I think if you're drafting a guy number one overall, though, your plan is to put him at left tackle and be like, all right, you're our guy here. Um but maybe they just didn't love the, the tape or, you know, guys like Iquanu. I don't think you draft him to be like, hey, we're going to play you at guard. I don't not first overall. Or maybe they trade yeah. down. Who do you trade with, though? Exactly. Because usually when you see trade-ups, it's like, okay, we're going to go get our quarterback. Yeah. Mm, you're not doing that this year. You're trading up to get an ed rusher? Yeah, you try to fleece to Detroit and be like, hey, move up a spot. The Giants. Huh, but even – Yeah, the Giants would be good because I'd say, like, even with Detroit, they're not moving up to take Aiden Hutchinson because if the Jaguars are trading down, just take your tackle. It. Yeah. If you don't like your tackle, pass rusher, there's Aiden Hutchinson, and then I think there's actually a pretty big gap. Between Thibodeau? Yeah. Why is he falling so much? You know, I look at him, and he – to me, he is the guy that was really highly recruited – but he was never actually that productive at Oregon. He never had a lot of sacks. I, like I, he just never lived up to the expectations. I'm trying to pull it up. I bet the most sacks that he had was like seven. I thought he did have a lot of sacks. But his freshman year, he had nine sacks. Yeah. He was really good. That was his career high. Sophomore season, had three sacks. That was a COVID year. Uh, and then last year, he had seven. So he had 19 career sacks. It's pretty good production. But it wasn't like... Chase Young. Yeah. It wasn't Aiden Hutchinson who was having like four a game. I just, I look, it was it Gregory Russo out of Miami last year who was kind of another one of those big names and then when the draft came around, he kind of fell. Yeah, his he was an opt-out thing though. He didn't play in 2020 yeah. and then kind of had his name fall. But he's one of those guys who like got to Buffalo and like, I mean, he didn't make like, you know, he didn't cause a ton of havoc, but made plays. He I was think. involved a lot in pressures. I think this is the best thing that could happen for Kayvon Thibodeau. Him falling in the draft and not being the first overall pick. I'm a big put a chip on your shoulder guy. Yeah. And so and now, end up in a better situation possibly. Right. And even if he's drafted two overall, that might piss him off and motivate him even more so to be like, all right, I'm going to prove to you I should have been the first overall pick in this draft. And maybe like falling to two is enough. I don't think he's going to be the second pick in the draft, though. 
And we're going to mock some mock drafts later today. I would be surprised if he was a top five pick. I think the earliest I could see Cape on Thibodeau being drafted is number four overall to the Jets. And yeah. even that might and be like, That would be great for off. the Jets because, like, the Jets have been looking for a pass rusher. Now, granted, they've missed on it because they can't find a guy with the right mindset or attitude to be an edge rusher. So if there is any team that's going to trade up with the Jaguars, maybe you go get Aiden Hutchinson. It's like, man, just be the foundation. Just be mm-hmm. just be Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, be the ass kicker that you were at Michigan. Yeah. Uh, a couple other things that I did want to mention. The Panthers trying to trade Christian McCaffrey. Allegedly, they want a first and a player back for him. It's kind of weird because they're also like, oh, no, we're, we're not trying to trade him. You put his fucking name out there. Like, you're trying to trade him, like. Get over it. Stop lying. All of you NFL people, stop lying. Um, the Giants have been rumored to be interested in Mitchell Trubisky. That's something we questioned weeks ago. So yeah. uh, pat ourselves on the back for that one. And other news that just didn't get talked about yesterday, Deion Sanders had two toes amputated. <laughs> I even saw a, a video, I think it was like an Instagram reel or something, of his son. Is like, hey, Pops, I just want you to know I'm ten toes down for you. Are you ten toes down for me? And Dion was like, I got eight. <laughs> but how are we not even talking about it? I was giving this man so much shit during the season for having a wheelchair. Yeah. Did that news I didn't know he was missing some toes or was having that big of a problem. Was that news out and we just missed it? Like are people like know. thinking we're making fun of Deion Sanders because he's got toes amputated and we just completely missed that part of the headline? I hope not, because honestly my thought process with it during the season was, oh, he has turf toe. He's, like, struggled with that for a very long time. Stop doing drills and practice, Dion. Yeah. So that's – I thought he was doing – had a wheelchair because of turf toe. Now I've come to find out homeboy's lost two toes. Yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize for the jokes that I made about you being in a wheelchair. And I saw a TikTok or a reel or something on social media a while back where it was like he's having a talk with the doctor, and the doctor's like, yeah, if this doesn't work, we're just going to have to amputate, you know, another toe. Or, like, we might have to just remove another toe. And Dion responds with – that's the calmest way I've ever heard someone say, we might have to take another toe off of you. And I was just, in my mind, I heard, like, another toe? Right. And then the news comes out, I was like, yeah, I had two toes amputated. Mm-hmm. This I feel like that no news came out yesterday toe. or the day before. I don't know. Absolutely ridiculous. And again, I apologize. Um, and another one, Deshaun Watson. Sounds like maybe we're going to start to get some decisions uh, being made in this case. He is set on Friday, which is really weird. He was set to be doing the, the civil questioning and a grand jury on the same day. And his lawyer, about said agent, his lawyer uh, recommended like trying to get it moved. I understand that. Kind of hard to do both on the same day. Um, so he is going to plead the fifth for one of them. He's not going to answer any questions. And in the criminal case, if nine out of ten jurors, they can decide if Watson will face a criminal trial. If he'll get charged for anything. So we will not have a show on Friday. But we'll be back on Monday. Yep. Uh, I assume that that's going to be a big news day. It might take a while. Probably wouldn't have happened when we had our show anyway. Uh, I'm ready to have some something resolved there. Very much so. Hopefully the truth comes out. I don't care if he ever plays football again, especially if he's guilty. I'm just kind of ready to be done with it and ready to move on. And also, like, if his name is cleared, I don't see what he's going to get traded for. Yeah. I mean, we just saw what Russell Wilson went. For. Right. Two first, two seconds, three pretty decent players. It's going to be three. I mean, it's going to have to be three first. 
if I had to take a wild guess, if his name is clear and he's allowed to play back in the league or anything, I mean, he never was suspended from the NFL. This has been right. kind of one of those deals where he just sat out this year and lets us play out. It's got to be three firsts and three twos and three players. Yeah, you know, even maybe the Giants say, you know what? Your name's cleared. Fuck it. Here's two first-round picks. And then you know, next year's. Top year's, 10, yeah. Right. They've, they've got a lot. They've got a lot going on there. So that's something to keep an eye on. Just pay uh, attention to Friday. Like you said, we're, we're this is our last episode of the week. We're going on a bachelor party. Can't wait to have some fun with it. Friday, the news dump is going to be probably huge. Yeah, we will probably be back on Monday. What do you mean probably? Unless we party too hard. You know how we do. I got a cowboy hat, dog. I'm ready. I know other people say, like, Nashville ain't ready for me. Like, fish. Like, Nashville ain't seen someone walk in with a cowboy hat and a funky shirt. Well, you're right, but I'm excited. Wait, back it up? And a funky shirt? You don't think Nashville's ever seen that? No, that, I'm saying it definitely has. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm trying to hype myself. I'm talking myself down. Homie, I'm not you've trying been to, be to Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, oh, like Nashville hasn't seen a guy in a cowboy hat and a funky shirt. Okay. No, you're about to see it again. <laughs> and I'm excited. But maybe possibly bigger. Yeah. Country. Or brighter. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Nashville has seen seen it all, yeah. but it will be a good time, and hopefully we make it back on Monday. I don't know how many pictures are going to be posted, depending on how hard we party. Right. And um, Major League Baseball news, they're still negotiating, um, and I, I read a tweet that things were looking good. I'm not buying in. Still negative. It's not going to happen. There no was a deal. deadline yesterday. They're like, oh, deadline. If you want 162 games, like for real this time, and then they didn't, they didn't agree. There's, yeah, well, so we just kicked the can down the road again to be like, okay, but tomorrow you better agree. They won't, they won't do it. Nothing will happen, and then they'll set another deadline for like, okay, by Friday this time. It's like those parents are like, I'm going to count to three, and you better stop what you're doing. One, two, two and a half. <laughs> That's when I did it again. Okay, stop it. <laughs> yeah. My mom was like, stop throwing that toy in the bucket. And I was like, what, like this? And I throw the toy up real high and land it in the bucket, grounded for two weeks. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Now I'm locked in my room playing PlayStation. Joke's on you. This is what I wanted all along. <laughs> yeah. mm. And here with MLB Baseball, we got to reverse psychology of these guys. Uh, yeah. We're done. We don't care anymore. We and, don't want to uh, watch baseball. Baseball stinks. Again, with some of the like stuff that's being negotiated – I kind of feel I'm I'm leaning towards the owners. Have they negotiated in good faith? Absolutely not. But at the same time, to pay a 26-man roster $230 million, everybody was freaking out a couple days ago because the NFL was like, hey, salary cap's at 208. It's never been higher. You got to pay 53 players. Yeah. Major League Baseball, you have the Dodgers that are paying like $250 million to 26 guys. Bring that number down. down. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. We'll see what happens with it. I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm not even remotely close to excited. One thing that is kind of cool. Eventually, I think baseball games will return, and Major League Baseball did partner with Apple TV to where they're going to show Friday double headers exclusively on Apple TV. I do not have Apple TV. This will make me consider getting it. But this is stupid. The, the great thing about the NFL is that it's fucking free to watch. There's, I don't understand why the MLB can't figure this out. You can turn on a TV on a Sunday and a Thursday night and watch NFL football for free. 
F-R-E-E. That is a four-letter word. Uh, until they partnered with Amazon. Well, you know, it's still, that's an app. <laughs> then you download that app, and the Amazon app is free. Apple TV, you're going to have to pay $6. Are the games going to be free, though? Or do yeah, you have to have Amazon. the Amazon Prime subscription? I think they're free to just turn on Amazon. Or you can t- open the NFL app and watch it free there. Because mm-hmm. that's what they did. But then you get baseball, and it's like, ah, oh, get MLB TV. T-Mobile's got this great thing on T-Mobile Tuesdays. Yeah, I said it. Free ad, you're welcome. Whereas, like, you get the MLB app, and you get MLTV for free. That's cool. Still can't watch my favorite team because it's blacked out. <laughs> right. Bali Sports comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Can't watch your favorite team. Sounds really out. great until you realize What's baseball games don't sell out. This? What? So now we're going to have to pay $6 a month again for Apple TV. One, that's another subscription. I've already been on that freaking rant about it. And Are you an Apple TV be- guy? Do you have one of those? I did for a little bit, and it was pretty cool. And I was like, oh, you only got about six movies. I already watched them. You're done. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I think I forgot to cancel it. Well, surprise. You know, <laughs> right. happened. So, yes, but you do still have it. <laughs> yes. The thing with the MLB, though, get Apple TV, probably still not going to be able to watch it. Games are going to be blacked out. I just don't understand why baseball makes it so hard to watch the games. If you're paying for a subscription, there's absolutely no way you can block out Blackout games. That's what MLB did, though. Like, even with Bali, you had to go buy a whole separate package. That was like $200 a month. Restaurants would brag about it last year when I was doing, when I were back on radio. They'd be like, hey, Ashley, we have the Royals games. Let people know. I was mm-hmm. like, I shouldn't have to do that, but yeah, I will. Like, baseball is making this, excuse me, way too difficult. This is way too difficult. Mm-hmm. You got too many old guys. This goes also back to my age limit thing. You reach a certain age, you're no longer in charge. You're 65, 70 on a baseball team, sell it to your kids. Sell it. That's it. You're, you're out of the loop. You don't get it. You don't understand anything that's going on right now. You're struggling. 65 you seems a little bit young. Well, exactly. That's my parents' age. Well, now they get to go live their life and do what they want to do. I do feel like at 75. Stuff. I would put it at 75. It's almost like a forced retirement. 75 is a good number. 65, you get the choice. 75... You're done. That's it. You don't get to drive. You don't get to be in a leadership position. <laughs> That's it. I think major leadership positions. The fact that we have old-ass presidents, they're, sorry, shouldn't be able to run. Yeah. Give me somebody in the, like, 35. And the worst part about, sure. like, even that is, like, people make jokes on videos and stuff. Like I, I'm just going to say this. I saw a TikTok the other day of, like, Biden walking somewhere, and it's like it seems clear like the security guard's like, hey, pointing, like, turn here. Homeboy just keeps walking. And it's like, right. oh, my God. Like, I don't know if that's a joke or serious, but it, just, it doesn't look good. Like, you were literally pointed to walk this way. and you get, It's just at some point you reach an age limit. Here with the MLB, you don't understand how to make the game easier for people to watch. You don't know how to, I don't know. You are not the demographic anymore. <laughs> yeah. You are outdated. You are expired. Please. Let somebody else take over. We don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's been a problem in baseball for a long time. I will say with the Am- uh, with the Apple stuff, at least they are trying to find different ways to get the game in front of people. That feels like progress. I know that you don't want to pay for another one, but at least they're like, hey, here's another way for you to watch games. If it's free, awesome. So that feels like a little bit of progress at least. They're like, hey, wait, what is streaming? People do that? Okay, let's... Apple probably does it. Let's talk to them about it. Hulu has live sports. Right? When is Netflix going to dip into the live sports game? I don't know. Netflix keeps raising their prices. I'm getting pissed. They're probably going to be like a 
soccer streaming or something. My like siblings that. probably get those emails and think, not my problem. That's Austin's. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're welcome. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. my siblings get that email, and I'm like, hey, just thanks for the password, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I paid $22 a month now for now. I pay for Hulu, the package, so Hulu, Disney+, Plus, ESPN+. Yeah. Plus. I have a Netflix that has also login. up in price. Say what? I think that went up in price again. Probably. It's probably like fourteen ninety nine or yep. something now. Um, I pay for that. I have a Netflix login, thanks to my brother. I have a Paramount Plus login, thanks to a friend. I think those are the only ones I have. So I have a Paramount thanks to a friend as well. Mm-hmm. I have an Apple TV. I have a Hulu. I have a Netflix. Are there any? I have a YouTube TV. That's like my cable. Yep. Uh, Which I do like. It's expensive. I do like yeah. YouTube TV still. Yeah. Watch it every day in the office. I think that's, I think that's all I have. Yeah. Um, another thing that you should have is a nice and newer car. And you can go to Roper Kia and check it out. Check out their inventory. Might have to put in a number. I really want to give your number out online so people put it in. I'm not going to do it. I really hope you don't. <laughs> I've had that number since, like, I got a phone. And I actually pride myself on never having to change it uh-huh. because I would lose so many numbers and contacts where people are like, I'm never talking to you again because there's no way I get your number. You can go check out their inventory online. <laughs> if they don't have the car you're looking for, they will help you find it. And if you mention us here at Mike Up, they'll give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. Again, that's Roper Kia here in Joplin, Missouri. Absolutely. Another place where you can go and get great deals is Gunspot. Be sure to visit them at Gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. You want to buy a tank or a helicopter, it's probably there as well. So go check it out. No reserved auctions every single week. The best part about Gunspot, too, is that there's no hidden fee when you go to check out. Nothing ridiculous is added on to it just so they can get money from you. That's what makes it so good. Also, it's not a matter of if. It is a matter of when danger could arise. Make sure you put yourself in a position to protect you and your family. And you can do that again with Gunspot.com. All right, now I did want to get into some of the mocking, the mock drafts, but we're already almost an hour into the show. Oh my God, we are um, so good at this. <laughs> there are some, there are good mock drafts out. What's crazy is, I feel like we're doing this every week now. Like every Wednesday, it's like, okay, let's update it and see what people say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are Todd, Todd McShay has his mock draft coming out. Um, like I said, like we talked about, Aiden Hutchinson seems to kind of be the favorite now. For number one overall, which is interesting. That wasn't the case pre-combine. Um, and then it gets, I think, interesting with number two overall. Todd McShay has Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame. Uh, I was working on some mock draft stuff last night. I think one thing that's really interesting about Kyle Hamilton is he plays safety. And the NFL, for some reason, does not like to draft safeties high. Maybe Detroit will change that because he is kind of that knee-biter-type mentality safety. Mm-hmm. But I actually would not be surprised to see Kyle Hamilton fall in the draft. He didn't test super well. He's six foot four. he's 220. That checks some boxes. He only he ran a 4'6", though. Oh, I, don't, wow. I don't know that that's draft me number two overall at a 4'6". He so that one gives me a little bit of pause. In games, though. Like, could, that, could that be another one of those game speed type of deals? Definitely. But, I mean... This is the NFL, so who knows uh, what will happen. They've had let players – D.K. Metcalf ran a great 40. He dropped, though, because a three-cone drill. Yeah. All we'll see what happens with him. Um, one thing that's really caught my attention with this is a receiver 
two receivers going in the top ten. Mm-hmm. And it's not the receiver that I would guess going first. And Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson's the first receiver off the board at seven, and then Drake London at eight to the Falcons. It's probably a good idea for the Falcons to be getting a receiver here because he lost Julio last year in a trade, and now Calvin Ridley's done for the year. We talked about that Monday. Melo said it seems like six weeks ago. It definitely does. But this might be the bigger body receiver that you, you know, want and you know has been a big part of your offense for years. Boom, you got it right here at Drake London. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought that one was interesting too. It, the Falcons and I have just always kind of had a, a hate relationship. I don't understand what they're doing. You, you let a guy like Julio Jones walk, and I don't know. You're trying? Are you rebuilding? Are you retooling? What are you doing? No one knows. I don't think the Falcons know what they're doing. You're getting rid of the wrong guys. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think quarterback is going to be very interesting too. Obviously, because it's the quarterback position. And I even tweeted it out yesterday. I'm. I would not be surprised to see Malik Willis go number two overall. Yeah. I think as we get closer to the draft, teams start to realize, okay, I'm not getting Russell Wilson, not getting Aaron Rodgers. See what happens with Deshaun Watson. I think a lot of teams are going to have to start to panic and be like, oh shit, we need a quarterback. We're going to have to draft one right here. Like, the Lions could wait, but you could have Malik Willis at 2 or Desmond Ritter at 32. That might be a huge difference. I wonder if they even – it might sound silly, but do you think they're really looking at quarterback right now? Like, you had Jared Goff. He is costing you quite a bit of money. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, like, their general manager is from L.A. I'm trying to look at – remember what L.A. usually does in the draft. Don't they usually attack defensive guys in the draft? Like, could that be the mindset here where it's like, let's just, if we miss out on Aiden Hutchinson, maybe we draft, like, we just trade back? Could. You don't want to draft a Kyle Hamilton at two, right? You don't want to take Thibodeau at two if you're kind of concerned on where his mindset is in the game or who he is personally off the field. And I'm not, you know, saying anything or hurt anything that way, of course. I mean, I'm definitely not hearing shit. But (laughs) it's one of those deals where it's like everything that's clearly out there to the public about Kevin Thibodeau is, does Detroit want that? Is that the knee biter? Is that the foundation piece? Because it seems like a perfect fit with Aiden Hutchinson, mm-hmm. but with the Jaguars, you know, franchise. Trayvon Thibodeau Robinson, is yeah. kind of getting uh, the reputation of maybe a guy that doesn't care about football, though. Yeah, and I don't think that will play in Detroit. But maybe they, you know, if they've interviewed him, if they've talked to him, they're like, "Yep, this is the kid that we want." Maybe it is him. I a guy that I'm really looking at too. I think his stock is going to rise. Is Trayvon Walker, the edge rusher out of Georgia? He had a phenomenal combine, uh, weighed in at like 275 and ran a 4.5. Yeah. I would not be surprised to see him and play at number two overall. If Detroit's like, oh, shit, we really wanted Aiden Hutchinson, we wanted that pass rusher, that bigger body guy, you could get Trayvon Walker. Who is, we'll see what happens. I, there's so much change that's going to take place over the month of March and April that even looking at these mock drafts right now, like you're going to start to really figure out what teams want. And I think it will start happening more so now that everybody's kind of on board with what the Jaguars are doing, that they're taking Aiden Hutchinson. So now it's kind of reset to like, all right, let's figure out number two. What's Detroit want to do? A lot of focus on there. A lot of people getting phone calls at Detroit. You know, a lot of regional scouts being like, man, my phone keeps blowing up. What the hell? <laughs> That's going to happen to you over the next couple of weeks. And then we'll eventually figure out what they're going to do. But, it makes it a very exciting draft process. And even comparing these two with Dane Brugler and Todd McShay, I don't know that there's a pick that they agree on. 
Yeah, no joke. I was just kind of going through both of them here live, and it was just like, man, it feels like they're all over the place. And uh, Dane Brugler's came out yesterday, but uh, I bet that he did this over the weekend. And so probably didn't get to see the Cam Robinson franchise tag news yeah. because he does have them taking um, Iquanu, the left tackle out of NC State. Yeah. I wonder if that will change for him now that we've kind of got that information. He has Aiden Hutchinson going number two and Trayvon Walker at number three. This I wouldn't the be surprised. I've seen Trayvon Walker. Yep, I wouldn't be surprised if the next go around for even a guy like Dane Brugler, he bumps Hutchinson up to one, Walker up to two. Oh wow! So you think an edge edge then? Is that what your mindset is now? Yeah, though? pass rushers just they go high in the draft. That's and I don't want to be like that guy, but that's kind of crazy to see an edge rusher jump that high, isn't it? Not when they run a four five. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, I mean, it's one of the most important positions. And with Detroit, they're kind of set at offensive tackle. I'm kind of like the Jaguars even with bringing Cam Robinson back. It's like, okay, you have some guys. You have Penny Sewell in there already who's probably will eventually be your left tackle. Yeah. But Taylor Decker has not been bad. He's been banged up a little bit, I think. But he's also on contract for a couple more years. Yeah. And, I mean, I think he's been kind of like the key piece in Detroit, you know, for – right. I think they're probably the longest than anyone else on that. Yeah, roster. like six, eight years, something. It feels <laughs> yeah. like he's been there forever. Like that's your lot. Like that's your foundation. Like that is your boom. That's mm-hmm. the first break that's laid down in terms of what Detroit wants. And if you still think he's solid and can contribute, why take another tackle? Yep. So that's where I think. I just Ed's I've had it made up in my mind that Aiden Hutchinson is a Detroit line, and if I see anything I know it's going to look weird. <laughs> I'm going to feel so bad for Detroit. Like I would love for things to just start falling their way in terms of the draft. Like last year, you take Penny Sewell. Great pick. Worked out well for you. Now you get Aiden Hutchinson. It's like, boom, bang. We got our left tackle. We got our edge rusher. Clearly, Jared Goff is not our quarterback, but we can get that later. Right. But you're you're starting the rebuilding process the right way. And that was one of the things that I looked at with Detroit last night doing some mock draft stuff, is that, yes, Malik Willis is probably, like, that's a reach for him. But you can also sit him for a year behind Jared Goff. Like, he might not be ready, but sit him for a year behind Jared Goff, and then eventually you're, you're getting rid of Goff. Yeah. And that might be a really good fit to where they go old school and sit him, let him develop, maybe bring him in if Jared Goff gets hurt or something like that. But What is your thought on Malik Willis? I don't know if I've officially asked you that. I love his upside and his potential. I think that he might be – he probably needs to sit a year behind someone. And even, like, the offense that he was running at Liberty wasn't that – wasn't much of an NFL offense. But, I mean, he's got a cannon for an arm, very strong arm, very athletic. I And so I worry that he could be Josh Allen 2.0, a little shorter. But, I wow. mean, he could develop into that type of quarterback. So I don't want to look at him and be like, oh, man, your accuracy issues suck. Like, that will never get fixed. That used to be a thing in the drafts. Like, okay, if a guy's not accurate, he's never going to be accurate. Yeah. And then Josh Allen came around and you kind of have to change your mind. (laughs) (laughs) You know, even like Patrick Mahomes, like, God, through so many interceptions in college, he's going to do it in the pros too. So what you kind of did this year. Uh, But it's still like, these guys are changing the narrative on quarterbacks. Yeah. Like Patrick Mahomes coming out in the draft making sure that, like, his fundamentals were sound and his feet were good and he was throwing the ball over the top. Then he got to the NFL and he said, fuck it, I'll throw it from every arm angle out there, except for over the top. 
Like, I don't think he ever throws the ball from over the top now. It's always sidearm. Patrick? Like, his throwing motion is lower than Phillip Rivers was. Yeah. It's all sidearm. Wide open throws, deep throws, it's all. Yeah. And it's like an ex- – this might sound weird, but it feels like a, like a very extended sidearm where he's just like – he mm-hmm. just doesn't give a shit. Like, just fl- look at a flick of the wrist. Yeah. It is. I mean, mechanics for the quarterback position, it doesn't mean shit for a lot of these guys anymore. <laughs> they just don't care. They had, you know, accuracy can improve. So I, I do kind of like Malik Willis. Uh, I did get the question yesterday of who would you rather take if Jordan Love were in this draft class. Jordan Love was a pretty good draft prospect coming out. I know that's mm-hmm. like, oh, he, he got drafted to the Packers. The Packers may not love him. But the Packers might also look at him and say, man, you're really good. You're just not Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Guess what? That's 28 other starting quarterbacks in the NFL. <laughs> like if you don't have Mahomes or Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, those are probably the only guys you're starting over Aaron Rodgers. And the thing with Jordan Love is everyone kind of said he was uh, what was it, a Patrick Mahomes, like baby yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Is that what the joke was or something? Yeah, I mean he's got a very strong arm, pretty athletic, six four. I mean, he's yep. huge. I can remember uh, Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper having the argument of who's better, Justin Herbert or Jordan Love. Yeah. Now, it's probably Justin Herbert, but again, we haven't had a look at Jordan Love. I've, I don't know. I just get that gut feeling with Love that like he's going to finally get an opportunity somewhere, and Packers are going to be like, shit, probably should have moved on from Rodgers. Right. <laughs> like maybe like not moved on, but just like maybe mm-hmm. not give him a $200 million deal with 38 years old. Again, it goes back to like the Brett Favre thing. A lot of Packers fans are like, we're really going to let go of one of our franchise great quarterbacks for this guy who's unproven? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it worked out for you. <laughs> yeah. You probably should have gotten rid of Brett Favre earlier, actually. And maybe the same could be true with Jordan Love. Maybe in a couple of years they're looking back at it and like, fuck, we kept Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And this guy's winning multiple MVPs now, and he's young. I look my one of my favorite things about googling stuff is the people also ask questions because I looked up Jordan Love's size. I wanted to make sure that I knew he was six four that I was right on that. But people also ask: Is Jordan Love still a rookie? Is Jordan Love a good QB? Is Jordan Love activated? Right. Is Jordan Love accurate? It's like ah, those are all really good questions. Except he's no longer a rookie. But good QB, activated, and accurate. It's a question we all want to know. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't think we have answers on that yet. And, like, the only people that know are the Packers teams. Even, like, there was the narrative yesterday for about 30 seconds of if the Broncos don't trade for Jordan Love, then that must mean he sucks. You can kill that narrative now because he's also <laughs> yeah. not Russell Wilson. Yeah. I even <laughs> said, like, hey, if you're the Broncos, you call about Jordan Love right now. Right. Well, hour and a half later, here's Russell Wilson. I was kidding, guys. Like, yeah. Psych. It. They went to the top of the list. I'm like, ah, <laughs> yeah. fuck it. We'll get Russell Wilson. Anyway, which was, I think it's going to work out for him. Um, another thing that will work out for our folks, going to Club 609. I talked about it yesterday. I am excited to watch some college basketball in there. Home of the greatest happy hour in the world. I don't care what anyone else tries to tell you. 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock, two-for-one drink specials, $2 draft pours, some killer appetizers, some cool art, mm-hmm. a great atmosphere. I feel like we need to specify, too, on the two-for-one drinks. I'm like... That also means, like, martinis, shots. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. If you want to do, like, a whiskey and Coke or you want to do, like, a fireball shot or a Jameson shot. Yeah. You get two shots two for shots. the price of one. I heard uh-huh. someone say yesterday, actually, it was like, 
These are actually like the cheapest drinks in town because you get the two for one. Uh-huh. You get drunk at half the price. Yeah. That might be their new slogan. And a great part, too, is that I feel like a lot of people even locally don't know is if you order, like if you're like, hey, I want a fireball shot on happy hour. You don't have to immediately do both of them. Cole, talking to you. Uh, <laughs> you can spread it out. You can be like, all right, I want my first half shot right now. And then like an hour later, you can do your next shot. like that. And it's still, it's, it counts as happy hour. It hasn't figured it out. <laughs> Some Doesn't people have. Two right now, back to back. It's like, damn, dude. Right. Oh, it's on happy hour? You're going to give me two? Better try both of them. By the time that fantastic cheeseburger comes in, the homeboy's <laughs> like, whoo. I need right. this more than it needs. Uh, one of my favorite places in the entire world, and I have the tattoo to prove it. Check out Club Six Hundred Nine if you're anywhere near the Joplin area. Absolutely. Next up, though, Downtown Lube. If you're in the area and need your car worked on or serviced, that is the place to go. Located right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri, off First and Main Street, it is Downtown Lube. Like I said, they they do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So visit their website at downtownlube.com. Even if you're not in the area, just go to the website downtownlube.com. Exactly what I said is how it's spelled. You know how to spell down. You know how to spell town. And you sure as hell know how to spell lube. Then throw on a dot com. It's not a matter of if. It is a matter of when you're going to need your oil change or your tire service. Get that done at downtown lube. Yeah, this is tough to spell that, man. Hey, it's just some, you know, there are some people that find a way to fuck it up. Gotta let them know. Yeah, that's, uh, you know how to spell downtown lube. It's also <laughs> you, know, like, you didn't want to say it because you're like, what if I messed it up? <laughs> it's like, you know, you know how to spell it. You know it's what? like when I hear my kids talking hey, shit to each other, and one of them will be like, oh, I'm a good speller. And they're like, okay, spell this word. It's like, I know how to spell it. I know you don't know how to spell it, so you spell it. That's the movie you pulled in downtown loop. You're not wrong, but, like, easy. Because <laughs> oh, I know I would be like D-O-W-T-O-L-U-B-E, and it would be like dow to lobe make no sense. <laughs> Sometimes when you start the ad read, when you start your portion of it, I mentally check out. And I'm like, all right, what are we talking about next? What do I have yeah. planned? That's just the nature of the business. <laughs> so sometimes you'll say something. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> I went rogue on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Did he really just say, you know how to spell downtown? You know how to spell lube? <laughs> oh, I said, you know how to spell down? You know how to spell town? You yeah, you know how to spell lube. <laughs> you really break it apart. Com. Make it simple for the people. <laughs> That's what they'll do for you at downtown lube. Uh, <laughs> just a couple would you rather questions for today. Uh, and this one was submitted by a listener. Uh, would you rather trade for Jordan Love or sign Mitchell Trubisky? <laughs> I'm signing for Love. I've already seen Trubisky. I saw, but it's trade for Love, so you are going to have to give up something. Yeah. If you sign Mitchell Trubisky, you can just sign him. Yeah, I'm signing away my job because that's a mistake. You, you think so? Yeah, I don't understand why Trubisky's all of a sudden like back at the top. Like, yeah, you went to the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen had a good season. Mm-hmm. But just because Josh Allen had a good season doesn't mean Mitchell Trubisky is like, oh, like that's I'll tell good. you why. That's good. It's Ryan Tannehill is the reason for this. Because Ryan Tannehill went to the Titans as a backup, and then it's like, oh, shit, this guy is actually pretty good. That wasn't a good fit or situation for him. And then, uh, was it last year? A couple of years ago, the Marcus Mariota was also like, oh, maybe he could be good. I never understood that one with Mariota. Yeah. He was not good with the Raiders. Trubisky was not good with the Bears. Mm-hmm. I would I would agree with you, trade for love, but I am intrigued by Trubisky. Because I feel like with love, like if I'm a general manager, it's like that's how I'm you know, putting myself in the situation. 
if I trade for love, it's like, hey, that was kind of an unproven deal. Like that was a risk. We missed on it. Now we can go get a guy we want. With yeah. Trubisky, it's like, yeah, we got plenty of tape. Saw him for a couple of years. We have the coaches. We have teammate. We know we know everyone's opinion on the guy. We have a whole city opinion on him. Nickelodeon. I mean, this dude won an MVP, the Nickelodeon Valuable Player. So That's maybe the that changes your this mind. This guy got surprisingly somehow Pro Bowl, but like we're ignore that. I was a, a fib a year. Yeah, yeah I, I'm definitely. That's, there's no stock money. in Pro Bowl voting. No, not like, anymore. I don't. I know that it's, it at all anymore. It's still like a contract point, though. Like if you've made a Pro Bowl or not. Like even like Hall of Fame voting, do not even show me the Pro Bowls. I don't give a shit. Yeah, because it's gonna. There's gonna be some guy up here who's like, oh, he's a three-time Pro Bowler. Yeah, as an alternate, because Tom Brady said, I'm good. I'm actually in the freaking Super Bowl. Yeah, and then the next guy is like, ah, I kind of checked out on the season. So now you're going down to like, okay, you were the seventh best quarterback in the AFC. Congratulations on your Pro like, Bowl. Appearance. I love Alex Smith. He won two, he got two Pro Bowls because someone was like, actually, I'm not playing in it. <laughs> right. Again, love Alex Smith. Almost cried when he signed a jersey. It was a rough time in life. Shut up. But it was just like, dude, probably shouldn't have been a Pro Bowler. No, probably not. <laughs> Almost cried, huh? I was just super excited. Tell the truth, Wednesday. Almost cried over Alex Smith. <laughs> I was so fucking excited, dude. It's just I don't know what to do. I was still young. I love it about you. If it weren't for your positivity, this would just be a negative Nancy show. Just me <laughs> shitting on everything. I even, uh, what was it yesterday? I called myself a thief of joy. Because oh, I'll be like, why mom. do people do that? It's so fucking stupid that they do that. But sometimes I have to tell myself. Let people enjoy their life. If they want to get excited about Alex Smith signing a jersey or finding an Eddie Kennison 8x10, let them get excited. Hey, at me next time. <laughs> Was their rental car really cool and they get to keep it for a couple days? Let them be excited. Oh, I'm just pissed that we're leaving town. I don't get to – there's missing like five days on getting to drive it. I did say I get to treat it like my own car, which is why I posted it because I was like, fuck yeah. Also, if you follow me on Instagram or social media, I posted yesterday on my Snapchat and my Instagram, new whip, who dis? I'm driving a rental for a 2021 Dodge Charger because my car is in the shop. Thanks to downtown Loop for letting me know it needed to go there uh, in terms of getting a new motor because there's a recall on a Kia. So Roper Kia is also saying, hey, no biggie. We'll get you a whole new engine. Awesome. Yeah, this is a but good in news the meantime, day. Here's a car you need to drive. It's oh. a car that is a nice car I've ever drove in my life. And it's like, I'm acting like this is mine. I almost want to take it to Nashville. I know no one's going to ride in it with me because you're going to shit talk me for my driving to Indianapolis. Right. That's a nice freaking car to drive. They are nice cars. I liked, I had one. I liked it. What color was it? It was navy blue. It was a dark blue. Looked purple to me. But if you were colorblind, you might <laughs> think it was purple for some reason. But it was navy blue. It was nice. Uh, yeah, would you purple. rather, though? I am intrigued by Trubisky. I don't know that I would sign him and be like, oh, he's going to be my guy. But like with the Giants, they're rumored to be interested in him. Brian Dable's worked, excuse me, with him before. Bring him in and at least like push Daniel Jones. Yeah. Make him know like, hey, there's actually a little bit of competition here. Maybe yeah, see what happens. Watch him throw one ball and be like, I'm fine. <laughs> or he's right? going to see him get hit in the arm and he's not going to fumble. And he's going to be like, oh, shit. How did he do yeah. that? <laughs> you don't just drop the ball when you get hit. <laughs> I watched someone hit you on the elbow and you, you stay, held on to the ball. You stay upright when you run more than 60 yards? Yeah. I'm going to need you to break that down when we get to the quarterback room, okay? <laughs> yeah. You show me how you do that. <laughs> Is that magic? 
Who do you know? What would you do here? But even with Trubisky, I think he can push any quarterback enough. I mean, he had the traits to be drafted number two overall. Mm-hmm. So I do think that he could maybe even just push guys in a Daniel Jones situation. I don't think last year Josh Allen was like, oh, fuck, I better play good because Mitch Trubisky's here. But, and, like, I get that. This is going to, I guess, me being negative, but I just – I feel like if you're in a situation where you have to bring in Mitchell Trubisky to push your starting quarterback. <laughs> no, I agree with you there. You've already lost. Yeah, it's already too shitty. <laughs> yeah, like, it ain't getting better, bub. Yeah. Yeah. You should have sent the trade to Russell. You should have sent it to Seattle. You should have got, like, yikes. Right. Like, New York is probably kicking themselves. Like, man, we wouldn't have had to give up five and seven. Do you know what would have sucked, though, is if New York would have put in that trade. Seattle accepts it, and Russell just goes, nah. <laughs> right. Like, there was a part of me yesterday that was rooting for him to just decline that trade to Denver. Like, me too. You want me in the same division as Herbert and Mahomes? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want to win, guys. Because that was part of yesterday's discussion around it. It was like, okay, assuming he's going to accept this trade and he's going to let it go through. I did. I never saw that it officially went through. However, I am blocked by Adam Schefter right now. <laughs> so maybe it did go through, and I didn't see it. But I, I never saw like an official report of Russell Wilson has approved the trade. He did last night, yeah. It's probably saw it from Adam Tom Pilisaro. Oh, good. Yeah, he's a homie. I don't know why I'm mad at Adam Schefter because I know that it's like an auto-block thing. I guess I'm a little mad that he was in some kind of a safe mode to where people can't say shit. Yeah. Like, Without catching a block. <laughs> can't say shit. I wanted to just be like, shit, bitch, fuck. And just like, <laughs> but I was just like, I kind of wanted to do the same tweet and, say, and see if that was it. And so when I did it and I immediately went to his page, I was like, you've been auto-blocked. It was like, right. oh. But then at the same time, I was like, yes. I kind of feel bad because there's like a whole group of people that are like, I'm going to take a block to you. Oh, and that, I don't remember who it was. You don't have to stand in solidarity night. with me, guys. No, you have to. If you're part of this group. You got to get blocked by Adam Schefter. Just take one of his tweets, quote tweet it, say, ho dash Lee L-Y uh-huh. shit about whatever it is. You're auto-blocked. It's that easy. Join them. Right. Join the trend. I had no idea yesterday. Could you imagine Adam Schefter looks at his, like, block thing and it's, like, 300 people? Like, what the hell's going I on? I it's more than that. Because, you know, there were so many people yesterday that were just reacting, like, oh, shit, wow, like, holy fuck. <laughs> like, all of us got blocked. We're all just excitedly reacting to it, and it's like, done, you're done, you're done, you're done. Yeah. See, if I quote tweet you anymore, Adam Schefter, I'll be going to Pelissaro, my sports update. It's not that I would. It's because I can't. <laughs> Yeah, even people trying to DM and be like, oh, did y'all see this? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Didn't see it, can't see it, won't see it. <laughs> but you can try again when somebody else tweets yeah. about it. Has Tom tweeted it yet? All right. Where's yeah. he in that? The only thing I can get is like the ESPN notifications. I will say, however, I did go turn on Schefter's notifications for the mic'd up account. Mm-hmm. But they're still, they're not popping up on my phone. <laughs> Same number, dog. Right. We okay. Know. We know what you're trying to do. It ain't happening. I, so I went. Now I can see all of Schefter's tweets from mic'd one? up. Nine minutes ago, Russell Wilson tweeted, "Seattle, I love you. Forever grateful." Number three, Adam Schefter retweeted it. I can see it. Mm. Now, uh, did he end that with Go Hawks or did he end it with he Go Broncos? Go Bronx. I don't know. That's gonna be weird. It is gonna be weird. Maybe he just signs everything three now. Three be. out. <laughs> I don't know. That Have would be see. dope. Mr. Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Right, let me just get caught up on some Adam Schefter tweets. Did you Schefter see uh, Jacob tweet yesterday? 
I don't, I don't think he tagged in it, but he's like, uh, when Russell Wilson gets to Denver or Colorado and he gets to some of that marijuana, he's going to be feeling real good. Get that in some nano water? Ew. You're feeling right. <laughs> that altitude? see a whole other level of Russell Wilson. All right, he's, in, he's been in. Has he been already to be able to smoke weed? Where is that? In Seattle, yeah, you can smoke yeah. weed. Yep. I don't know if that's what it's. I think that's a recreational state. I think so too. The fact that you have to get a medical card for it is so. Was stupid. it Washington or Oregon that was like, yeah, even heroin's legal if you want to fuck up your life, fuck it up. <laughs> Which kind of makes sense, but at the same <laughs> yeah. time, I'm like, eh, maybe put when some I limits first on. Saw something. that in the news, I was like, you did what? And it was just like, you know, we're not going to put you in jail because like, you want to mess up your life. That's on you, bub. It is it like it sets up a, a little debate of like if I want to ruin my own life, I should be able to. If I want to get high as fuck, as long as nobody's affected by it, it's kind of my body to choose that. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck it up. I'm doped up on the side of the highway because I didn't remember where I was. Here we go. I mean, if I wanted to, I could sit at home and drink forty beers. Yeah, that fucked me up pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not even messing with that stuff. I don't want to look. You I don't shouldn't know what it looks do it. Like. I don't want to. I shouldn't do it. I would not I'm recommend. I'm also not it. sitting at home drinking 40 beers by myself. I can't do that. I feel bad. Drink by yourself? Yeah. It's at different. home? I can't either. Yeah. It's People just, buy me alcohol for like my birthday and stuff, and um, I can't. I, I never drink it. Yeah. I got a bar cart with full. It's almost like, and maybe I need to talk to Club Six and Nine and ask if this is okay. Like, the people that buy me alcohol, can I just put it in the bar and be like, hey, that's mine? Like, <laughs> is there, like, a holding fee to be just like, put your name on yeah. that fireball Hello. whiskey I actually got for my birthday. So whenever I want a shot, just pour that until my bottle's out. Why is Mellow drinking natties? Uh, you got a 30-pack for his birthday. <laughs> yeah. We had room. You have people in the bar being like, I didn't know you guys have natty. Like, actually, we don't. He brings in his own beer. But he pays his $50 pay- deposit. Boom. Yeah, I was going to say, charge me, like, a service fee or something like hey five bucks to hold my 30 rack and natty light that might not be a bad idea i would even let them pour it in a cup so they're not like or so, glass yeah. is probably what you pour it in yeah cup probably gonna have to have a conversation <laughs> with them. uh last would you rather would you rather going forward not like one season but just going forward would you rather have aaron Rodgers or russell wilson aaron Rodgers has been playing better of late two mm-hmm. straight mvps Russell Wilson is a little bit younger, though. So, if I mean, you're running a franchise. That is tough. I, th- I could go either way on it. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, would I rather have him with the current teams that are on, like Russell Wilson on the Broncos or Rodgers on the Packers? Nope, just your team. You're starting fresh. With, like, the Chiefs, then? Starting, like, Expansion I'd... team. Probably Rodgers. The thing like, that, I feel like that's tough to answer. Rodgers is the better quarterback. He's he's obviously a little bit older. But I'm also thinking like longevity, Wilson. Right. And the thing that scares me with Aaron Rodgers, I really think that this could be a one-year thing, and then he decides, you know, actually I am kind of checked out. I am done. I am going to retire. So you could be looking at one year of Aaron Rodgers. He might win you in the MVP and lose in the NFC Championship game. Or like – Five years of Russell Wilson. He's 33 years old. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, though, with Aaron Rodgers. If he goes to a Super Bowl this year, I'm not going to say wins. If he goes to a Super Bowl this year, does he do that cleanse again? <laughs> you have to. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to empty my entire body mm-hmm. out in the offseason. Russell Wilson has never won the MVP award. 
Never. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So that's one time Super Bowl of, winner. That's why at the beginning of every season where it's like, holy cow, you know, like Russell Wilson, like MVP candidate right here. And then about week eight or nine. Yeah, that's true. Dude turns into like Jimmy. Like, I don't even know. Like, just an average quarterback. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to take Rodgers in the Would You Rather. Is Russell Wilson a Hall of Famer? I don't know. I, don't I honestly so. just, I've always assumed, like, oh, yeah, of course he's. But is he really? Like, he's made nine Pro Bowls, but I already said earlier, I don't give a shit about Pro Bowls. Everybody yeah. makes a Pro Bowl. I feel he's like he's a one Super Bowl. Bowl winner, though. Like, he's, he actually gets the nod and then accepts it and goes. Uh-huh. He's very, I mean, he's a good quarterback. A lot of throwing yards. He's always up there in that. He's never been the best quarterback in the league. No. I don't know. That's a good I think question. It, I think he is, but it's more of a discussion. I don't think we should just assume automatically. He's not going to be a first ballot. Right. Yeah. He is, he's, not, he's got a lot of games left in him. But what, I mean, if he, he did. what if he sucks over the next five years? He did change the mindset of NFL teams over. It's like, hey, we can go win on a rookie deal. We get a good quarterback, we can win on his contract, on his rookie deal. Yeah. Or at least he's the first player I know of that becoming a thing or a topic with. Yeah, he made it trendy. Yeah. So, yeah. like, in a way, he changed the game. He made it, he, he pretty much really paved the way for short athletic quarterbacks. I know Drew Brees is in that conversation, too, but he was more of a pocket passer. Mm-hmm. Which is, well, and know. a lot of people looked at Drew Brees of like, okay, he's the outlier. No one else can do this. Yeah. Then Russell Wilson came along and did pave the way for a, a lot yeah. of guys. Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is an it's an interesting discussion though. And he, I, I get he's so cheesy, but he's such a good dude. Right. Like, I've been a fan of Russell Wilson off the field just as much as I am on the field. Like I really do like Russell Wilson. So it's going to be hard to see him play in Denver against the Chiefs and me like to see him make a great player throw and be like, oh, damn. <laughs> I don't know. I think the same thing about all the quarterbacks in that division. Like luckily, Patrick Mahomes is players for my favorite team. But it's like, I see Justin Herbert do something like when they're playing other teams, and it's like, shit. Like, even Derek Carr, I like Derek Carr. Yeah. AFC West, though, best division of football. Yeah, I think it's got to be. You have three teams. You know what, though? I, the Raiders I was going to say the Chargers, but the, the Raiders are actually, we're better than the Chargers last year. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about. It's just the Chargers are going to charge her, man. <laughs> I think that the Broncos are going to be very good. Uh, I think I think the Chargers will be at least middle of the road. I saw everyone making the joke yesterday that it was like, oh, uh, Russell Wilson came to the AFC West just to be like the third best quarterback in the division. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, I love Justin Herbert, and this might be a crazy thing to ask. Is Russell Wilson better than Justin Herbert? Like, I, I know Justin Herbert's yeah. younger. He's got the strong arm. He makes plays, but like. In terms of like overall production and winning games, how do we just overlook Russell Wilson all of a sudden? Yeah, it, it with um, with Justin Herbert, I think he's really good. I think that he's towing the line of overrated, though. Yeah, I feel like it's getting that way quickly. And I haven't like I have not like researched it or anything like that. It feels like he's really good when the game's not on the line. But then when you get to like the fourth quarter, he did have that. Performance, I think it was against the Raiders. It was pretty good. But it just kind of feels like he's not great in big moments or crunch time. Not as consistent as, like, what everyone seems to deem him as, which is fine. You're young. I mean, it took Josh Allen a couple years. Like, you just get better every single year. I mean, we look at Josh Allen now. It's like, damn, this kid, you know what I mean? It just gets better and better and better. This next year, I'm absolutely terrified of Josh Allen. 
I think what he does this next <laughs> season t- is just like, fuck. Right. Like, the year before, it was like, yeah, you lost an AFC Championship game redemption season. No, this is heartbreak season. This dude is a man on a mission right now with no rules. And they, you know, in the draft, they're probably going to address maybe even receiver or offensive line. Yeah. I mean, one of the, I can't remember if it was Day, uh, Dane or uh, Todd, excuse me, that had them taking Jameson Williams, receiver from uh, Alabama. Yeah. It might take him a little bit to kind of come in, but once he's in the season, it's like, phew. Or, you know, we've even tried to, like, even piece together a little bit with the running backs. Saquon, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. They could be a team that says, all right, we'll give up a first round for one of those guys. That's a good decision. what happens. That would be a great decision for them, in my mind. It could be. Yeah. Um, All right, that's it for us today. We thank you guys for joining us. Big Country and I are going to take a little bit of a break as we go to Nashville. We will be back on Monday. Might be hurting, but I'm not afraid to have a flu game on Monday. Not like we haven't done it before. Yeah, breaking on. I've been in <laughs> much worse shape. Uh, I'm sure of it. There have been some times where I could literally not pick my head up off the table. Still clocked in. Hashtag respect. Every day is a Super Bowl. We'll be here on Monday. We appreciate you guys for joining us. Again, you can find us in the call-in app every weekday, except for when we're on a break. 10 a.m. Central Time. We appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to you on Monday.